I got to miss the trip to the Big Easy, but this game still won't be easy for the Jaguars. I'll tell you everything you got to do to win and talk about the fans experience in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, good people? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. I'm the host of said podcast, Tony Wiggins. And here we like to say it's your team every day. And we also thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Just make sure you go to YouTube, hit the like button, hit the bell, hit the subscription. The bell makes sure that you get a notification every time we drop an episode. And then wherever you listen to your podcast, on audio platforms, make sure that you check back into that spot every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shout out to the everydayers for tuning into the show every day, and you can be an everyday or two if you do the same thing. Um, talk about this short week and this trip. To the Big Easy. So I'm going to break it down for you real quick, and then we'll get back to the top. The short week for the Jags, uh, played Sunday, turned right around, travel out likely Wednesday to head to the Big Easy. They're a little bit banged up. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about whether or not Trevor will be able to go into the Big Easy. Uh, Press Taylor spoke to the media and said that they're going to run their offense, whether it's Trevor Lawrence or C.J. Beathard. Of course, we don't. Uh, we're not going to be naive and think that there's no difference between the two because obviously there is. And then why stopping Alvin Kamara is a really, really big deal. And it's one of those things that you have to prioritize early, early on. And a lot of people making the comparison between Kamara and Travis Etienne. Similar, not quite apples to apples, but similar. But let's get back to the short week and the trip to NOLA. This was the trip that I had planned on taking. Um, I was actually going to take probably multiple trips, but this was the one that I really, really was looking forward to for a number of reasons. One, it always gives me a chance to to uh, go hang out with the wifey and, and take a nice trip. It was going to be my first time as a visiting member of the credential media. I was going to get to hang out with Ross Jackson, who is locked on New Orleans Saints. And he's also our uh, NFL manager. So uh, he was going to get a nice dose of me getting on his nerves in person as opposed to calling him all the time. And then I just thought it would be a wonderful, wonderful experience because, believe it or not, I've been a lot of places. I've been in a lot of countries. I've lived in another country. I've never been to New Orleans. I'm going to surprise y'all. I have never been to Los Angeles. Surprise you again. I have never been to New York City. All of these places and things that I've done, I haven't been to those three places. The closest thing I've done in New York is I was in Newark. And this was in 1990, no, it was 1989. I was at the airport. And uh, I'll never forget that day because I ran into Rick Barry. And also sat on the Newark runway and I looked over across the Hudson and I saw the Twin Towers. Um, 
that obviously we lost September 11, 2001. But I'll never forget those days. But I was supposed to go to New York for my 50th uh, birthday, and it never happened for a number of reasons. So there's always these places that I wanted to go, but I just said, they ain't going nowhere. I'll get there. It's kind of cliche. I always thought it was cliche to go to New York and go to Times Square. I always thought it was cliche to go to Los Angeles and see the sign on Hollywood and go visit Beverly Hills. And I always thought it was cliche to go to uh, Bourbon Street. Well, I was going to be Mr. Cliche and go to Bourbon Street, but obviously you guys know I had a hip replacement and I'm not quite ready to do that yet. I I mean, I could just get gangster with it and, and take my walker and my cane and go up and down the street and try my little second line. But I don't think that's going to turn out well. I do know that there's a contingent of Jaguar fans that are going to the game this weekend uh, or this this week. They're making a nice little trip of it. There might be people headed that way right now. Shout out to the Bowl City Brigade and everyone else for putting that together. They Make sure you tap in with uh, Cap and Dilla and everyone else if you're going to New Orleans to find out exactly where those guys are going to be. Um, I don't know if it's a cover or whatever, but pay it. What are you talking about? Just just pay the pay the few dollars and hang out with your friends, man, and uh buy some merch and and just uh, get the whole experience of what it's like to travel on the road with the Jags and and, and some of their great, great fans. So um uh, I won't be there. Somebody I gotta go buy Dragos or Dragos or however they say it and eat some of those char grill oysters for me. I will not be able to do it, but Make no mistake about it, I will make up for it. The biggest thing that you guys are worried about, though, is how is this game going to go because of that short week? The Saints are having a short week, too. I just want to put that out there. So it's all relative, right? When you play a team that played Sunday just like you and both of y'all are playing Thursday, that is not an advantage for that team. It's only an advantage if that team didn't play it the, the same day you did. So everybody's playing on five days rest. And then, you know, it'll be a negative this week, but it'll be a positive next week because next week the Jags will be playing on on, on even more rest than that. If they were, play, you know, I mean, let me look at that schedule real quick. I got to see what that schedule says because I want to make sure I say this correctly. Um, yeah, 10-19. Yeah, see, they got a 10-day rest between playing the Eagles and then they, I mean, the, the Eagles, the Steelers, and they go to Pittsburgh after they go to New Orleans. So they won't be back here, and then they have a bye. So they won't be back here to November 12th when they play the San Francisco 49ers. So we hope this is the beginning of, of a two-game uh, road-winning streak uh, with New Orleans first and then Pittsburgh, and then get a bye and start getting guys really, really healthy and have that entire time to really focus on the 49ers. So just basically between the 19th and the 12th, it's 23 days and they only play twice. All right. So you want a you want a good lasting impression, especially before they go up to Pittsburgh, because I think it's a little bit of a trap game because folks have somehow had the standard of the Pittsburgh Steelers so high that they just think that the Steelers are in this like massive slump and their record indicates that they aren't. And they'll sneak up and beat you, So, and, and they'll sneak up and bite you. So the key for them is managing the short week, understanding that this short week will lead to a lot of rest, a lot of relaxation, a lot of guys getting healthier. The main thing or the main person that everyone wants to discuss and talk about, obviously, is Trevor Lawrence. Okay, so enough about the trip, enough about the logistics. 
enough about my wishes wanting to be there and eating my charcoal or char 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 grilled oysters that I won't be able to get or going to get one of those infamous po boys. What we want to make sure of is that the lead dog QB one is healthy, right? We'll talk about if he isn't healthy, talk about if he is, they're not the same, but mainly the thing that we're going to do is just uh, talk about the, in segment two, we'll talk about Trevor, where he is, why I think he'll play and why I believe it's really, really important that even if he does play, that they find a way to win this game the way that they've done uh, since the beginning of the season in a little bit of an unorthodox way. And I'll tell you what that means in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. But first, I have to let you know about the Game Time app and where to go if you don't have the app, and that is GameTime.co. It's GameTime.co. Have you ever wanted tickets to any event, whether it's sports, theater, boxing, concerts, but you procrastinated a little bit and you didn't have time to do the research that you need. Well, guess what? There's somebody that will make your lack of preparation, their priority. And that is game time. Game time allows you to get last minute seats. You can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. All in prices show your total upfront. So, you know, you're getting a great deal without hidden fees and you get to see the view of your seat before you buy. So, you know exactly what to expect. When you arrive, let game time handle all of that last minute stuff for you and take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the game time app, create an account and use the code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. I'm going to repeat that again. Download the game time app, create an account and use the promo code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Make sure you download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, man, we're not done with y'all yet, man. We are not done with you guys. I'm going to let you know about prize picks. That's right. Prize picks is the absolute truth. Man, I fell just a little bit short last night, but it happens to the absolute best of us. But it doesn't have to happen to you because I've won more than I have lost. Because what prize picks is, it is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Now, for me last night, Justin Herbert had too many yards rushing. I think his cutoff was 15 and a half and he ended up four and a half yards over that. So I missed my three team deal. But you'll have more chances to win when you go prizepicks.com and use the promo code locked on NFL. So you want to go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL, all lower caps, and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Now say it again go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NFL in all lowercase and use the code in lowercase locked on NFL for a free deposit match up to $100. Check out prize picks two to six. All you need is two to six player projection stats to get them right and you can win some money all right man we're running it down here on locked on jaguars talking about the trip to the big easy hopefully this trip won't be easy for saints fans uh we do have that crossover show coming up uh, later on in the week with ross jackson uh i'm also building a show where we do a little bit of a jaguars roundtable 
just to give you a heads up, it'll be next week as we head either to Pittsburgh week or the week after that with a couple of my favorite members of the Jaguars media. We've already talked about it, discussed it. We're going to get together and have some fun with you. Everybody's just kind of scrambling around right now because of this short week. But um, the key is, is will, will Trevor Lawrence be healthy? Now, there's one thing for Press Taylor to say in the press conference that they're going to run the same offense that C.J. Beathard can run the offense. They don't have to change anything. It's one thing to say that, and it's another thing for people to naively maybe believe that just because they believe they are confident with their backup quarterback or that they have a chance to to win the game with that said quarterback, it doesn't mean that they believe that Trevor is expendable, and it doesn't mean that it's going to play the same way because it absolutely will not. You won't see those special, special throws that are made. Backup quarterbacks in this league should be guys that could help you sustain for a couple of weeks while your other guy gets nursed back to health. They are not meant to be permanent fixtures that will get a team to the playoffs in the Super Bowl. That has happened a couple of times in the past, but it was really just an anomaly and it's just sort of like a lucky freak of nature, right? When it happened, the couple of times it happened, the guys had been longtime backup quarterbacks in the same system for the same team, like Jeff Hostetler, and it was Doug Williams uh, with Washington. Hostetler, of course, did it with the Giants. But the bottom line is those were still starting caliber players. We're not confusing C.J. Beathard with any of those guys, but it is good to know that they could go ahead and run their same offense and do things the way they want to do it and at least be competitive with him in the game. That being said, I fully expect Trevor Lawrence to play. It's too early in the season that if he can go, that you don't let him go. You don't want to put him at harm's risk. I know there are some questions about the turf. Um, if, it, if he has a knee, why would you play him on, on turf, on artificial turf? And that's what's inside of the Superdome in New Orleans. The thing is, though, I think you can't play scared like that. Either he's, too, either he's healthy enough to go or he's not. And if this was a game where you're playing against a team that was 0-6 and didn't have uh, much of a chance to beat you, I could understand and maybe see the Jaguars being precautionary and holding them back. They're just not in a position right now to be able to afford to do that unless it's just medically absolutely necessary to not play Trevor Lawrence on Thursday. I think he's going to be out there. I just think that it does put a little bit of a limit on how you want to play him some of the design runs, some of the rollouts. By the way, Doug Peterson didn't apologize for the play that Trevor got hurt on the rollout. He just rolled out and he got he got caught. And he got – it's football. It happens, right? But in this business, you know, everybody's always kind of looking for somebody to blame for something, right? Well, this ain't it. I did not think about that play call or that selection one iota when I saw Trevor struggling to get up off the ground. He walked fine leaving the, the arena. He had an MRI. I don't believe those results have come out yet uh, uh, prior to me recording this, but we haven't heard anything that, that you know, that it's not anything above just being sprained or, or just banged up, which happens in football. This is what it comes. This is what it is. And this is what it comes down to. Can the Jaguars win without him? Yes. Do I want them to try to win without him? No, I want Trevor Lawrence out there. I just want it to be uh, a situation where he kind of gets the ball out of his hand quickly doesn't put himself in harm's way. Uh, he's not one of those quarterbacks that if you take their legs from him, you you weaken him. You take you take the ability to run from him, and it doesn't give him that little extra that he he's naturally birthed with and born with. You know, he has the little extra 
but this isn't going to just totally destroy Trevor Lawrence if he can't run. If you want to just say, okay, well, we're going to make him play on schedule and keep him in the pocket, good luck to you because he might destroy you if you do that. So, uh, But certainly a gimpy Trevor Lawrence is better than a healthy Trevor Lawrence if you are a uh, Saints fan. And C.J. Beathard um, is a downgrade from a gimpy Trevor Lawrence, and you'd always want to see a backup. But the Saints still have a very, very active defense. They can get after the quarterback. They have guys in the secondary that can make your day a rough day if you're not on point with the ball with Tyron Matthew and Marcus Lattimore. Not Marcus Lattimore. I'm not talking about. Shout out to Marcus Lattimore, the running back for South Carolina, who I wish I'd have seen play a longer time. But, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Lattimore, the corner, 23, all right, for the Saints. But I do believe that you could get to Derek Carr. And I think the key for the Jaguars is, once again, I know we're putting a lot on their back and a lot on their plate, but can that defense do what they continue to do? And that is to be um, really, really active, causing turnovers, getting after people, tackling. Now they'll probably, they will be without Tyson Campbell, so that's going to be a little bit of a, a hiccup. And, of course, Walker Little won't be playing, I don't think. They say he's day-to-day. Maybe he'll play, maybe he won't. I think the Jaguars need to run the football. I think by the very nature of this game, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. And it's going to depend on the team that protects the football the most, the, the, the team that executes in the kicking game. And who has those guys is going to step up and be able to help Trevor Lawrence and the crew get through uh, this short week. Like I said, the short week hurt them this week, not only because it's a short week and obviously you don't have as much time to prepare, but you also don't have as much time to get healthy from being banged up. Whereas they would have all the way until Saturday to be making decisions on people. They have to now make those decisions on Thursday morning. And, you know, that might be pushing a little bit. So we'll see. But I think Trevor Lawrence will be fine. I think he's going to play. And I think the Jags will come up with a game plan that will absolutely make sure he stays safe and out of harm's way. I'm going to make sure you stay safe and out of harm's way by telling you what to look forward to, especially stopping a guy like Alvin Kamara. How do they do it? Well, I'd look at my own film and I'd say, that's how you do it. I'll tell you what I mean by that in just a second. Here on Locked on Jaguars, after I let you know about LinkedIn Talent Solutions, LinkedIn Talent Solutions is off the chain. And these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I, I actually staffed two barbershops by using LinkedIn. And the reason why I was so successful is because it targeted people that it was, I was absolutely looking for. And they came in as really good, really good candidates right away. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and do it faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, man. So running it down here on Locked On Jaguars on this lovely, lovely North Florida day. It's a beautiful day outside. Beautiful day outside. Um, I have to let you know about Locked On NFL. Make sure, make sure you make that your next watch. Not just on Fridays when you see me on there um, with David Harrison, but every single day. It's a great podcast. They talk about all of the 
things that are trending around the National Football League, the news and notes and the top stories of the day. And you can get those at Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcast. And it's also free to subscribe to on YouTube. So make sure you tap in. All right. What's the key to beating the Saints? Don't let the noise and the crowd get it get in your head. Don't let the defense get a lot of confidence by turning the ball over and consistently going three and out. Don't put yourself in bad down and distant situations with stupid penalties and make sure on special teams you catch the ball and don't just let it bounce and bounce and bounce and then get bad field position on those punts. The other key is when they have the ball, you have to stop their big plays. They have some really good receivers in Mike Thomas and Chris Olave. A very active tight end. They do come in every now and then with Taysom Hill, who's a bit of a Swiss Army knife, who can give you some problems game plan-wise. Uh, but they've struggled a little bit with their offensive line, and that should bode well for the defense. One thing that they did get back after the first three weeks of the season, they got Alvin Kamara. My fantasy football team thanks you, Alvin, because he has been playing extremely well for them. I think if the Jaguars are going to beat them, that's the first stop. The first stop and the first step is to stop Alvin Kamara. You have to. And when I said the Jaguars could look at their own game plan of how they can do that effectively, it is whatever teams do to stop Travis Etienne, then that's what you try to do to stop Alvin Kamara because they're very similar in um, in guys that you want to get the ball in their hand in space. But both of them are also really big-legged running backs. They don't weigh a lot, but they're really thick-legged and they're hard to tackle. So they actually do run through traffic and in between tackles very well. You're not going to shut them down. You need to just contain him a little bit. But shutting him down is not something that's going to happen because he's just that great of a player. He's dynamic, and he doesn't necessarily have to be given the ball in the in the spots where they want him. They could just give him the ball, and eventually he'll find those spots because he is just that good. Yeah, he is. He's a very, very good player. He's one of the best players that they're going to play all season, in my opinion. And, and just like I said, I compared Travis Etienne to him and and guys like Bryant Westbrook when they um, when he used to play Jamal Charles guys that can run and catch it and they can just be what Travis Etienne has been for the Jaguars all season long and that's exactly what uh, Alvin Kamara has been. So who's that going to be on? That's going to be on the guys up front and then it's going to be on guys like Foyola Wakan, Rayshon Jenkins. Sometimes I I assume that Devin Lloyd is going to have that responsibility. And, of course, Andre Sisko is going to have to clean up everybody else's mess if they don't get their job done. But first things first, got to stop Alvin Kamara and understand that he's going to be a big part of their program. I think they have the players and the formula to do it. I just, I'm just getting a feeling that because of this game, I wouldn't necessarily call it a trap game, but it is a, a nationally televised game in New Orleans with a raucous crowd on a Thursday night. It's really, really a chance for the Jaguars to really – show who they are and what they are to a lot of different people. But it's also a chance for that team who who's had some, you know, tough games and some tough losses earlier this season. It's a chance for them to, to sort of get back, uh, get back into winning ways and, and learn how to do things. Now, David Carr got banged up or Derek Carr got banged up a little bit. And Jameis Winston has made a, a couple of appearances early in the season. Um, do I want to see, I, I'd rather play against Derek Carter than James Winston. And I know I'm a little bit biased when it comes to that. And everybody's going to think that it's, it's all because that I root for Florida state. And that's, that might be a little bit of a part of it, but 
I, I don't necessarily believe that that's the whole thing. I just kind of think the kid can really, really play. Now he can he can throw some picks too. I mean, the Saints are three and three to a game behind the Jaguars. He can throw some picks and he can get out there and, and mess up a game plan. But he'll also do some things. He can actually whip you and beat you too. Carr is kind of weird for me. It's like one minute you see the rifle on, the next minute he's running around and he's scrambling. He doesn't play on schedule as much as you would like for a guy with his skill set, but he also is a fiery dude that's not going to quit. So I do believe the Saints are a formidable opponent for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I don't believe that they have enough to win the game if the Jaguars just play Jaguar football. Now, what is Jaguar football? Well, Jaguar football is just finding a way to figure it out and win at this point. There is no uh, definitive way to describe this team. There's no definitive way to uh, describe how they play other than the fact that they just going to figure it out and going to scrape and scrap and they're going to just leave that with a W. And I think that's what's going to happen this week. Now, it's a lot more to it than that. It's it's going to be huge that they win in the trenches. That'll be a very, very difficult thing to do when they're on offense. But at least they got a guy like Cam Robinson back who's got an attitude problem. And, and, and I say that in a good way. Anton uh, Harrison seemed to have turned a little bit of a corner as a rookie, and he's playing a lot better. I just don't think the Saints are playing that well up front in their trenches, and I think the Jaguars' defensive line has a serious, serious advantage when it comes to that. And as as much as their quarterbacks do have a little bit of mobility, I don't think that they're going to be accused of being Lamar Jackson and going to be having their getaway car be so good that the Jags won't be able to get some sacks and cause a little bit of disruption. So it'll come down to uh, big plays, preventing big plays, keep grinding, forget about bad plays, make sure you um, move on to the next play because I think there's going to be some opportunities for New Orleans to actually do some things, get beyond the crowd, get that thing in the fourth quarter and find a way to figure out and win the game. And I think the Jaguars are going to do just that. You guys make sure you check out the Locked On Jaguars podcast every single day where it's your team every day. We always thank you for making us your first listen. Just a quick recap, stopping Alvin Kamar is a big deal. Will Trevor go in the Big Easy? And I do think he will go. I think you'll see a little bit of an abbreviated uh, game plan. May not see quarterback sneaks, may not see design rollouts may tell him to throw the ball away instead of taking hits because that's what you got to do to protect him. And the short week, the short week for preparation. One good thing about this short week is the Jaguars have a two-game winning streak, so there's a lot of momentum on their side and their defense is playing really, really well. Remember, another edition tomorrow, crossover edition on Thursday, and then uh, Thursday night we'll have a postcast and then Friday give you a recap as we head into the weekend. So, With that being said, until the next time, you guys take care of each other here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. We're glad to have you every single day, and we'll see you the next time here on Locked On Jaguars.